Hey gang, this is Trent Chattaker, chiropractor and advocate for chiropractors who locate, analyze, and facilitate the correction of vertebral subluxation for the better expression of the body's innate intelligence. Welcome to today's tick, where each week we study a chiropractic principle, question, or chiropractor to help you acquire today's philosophy, science, and art of chiropractic. Thank you for investing your time with us as a student of chiropractic. Now let the class begin. Joe Strauss states in his chiropractic philosophy blue book, the tissue cells of the body are continually subjected to universal forces. The effects of these forces upon the cell can be measured algebraically. If we divide these effects into units, we can classify them as gains and losses. The gains are those experiences in which the cells successfully adapt to the universal forces. The losses are those experiences in which the cell fails to adapt to the universal forces. The resultant cellular changes caused by that failure to adapt may or may not be measurable. But when losses are subtracted from gains, that which remains is called survival value. It is the unit of adaptational success. In today's tick, we're going to grow in our understanding on adaptational success. And as you listen, make sure you share us with your friends, classmates, and colleagues, and feel free to tag us at today's tick. Now let the class begin. Did you know that there's a constant warfare-like battle that takes place within our bodies and the environment we live in on a daily basis? can be visualized as an invasive force versus resistive force. The invasive forces would be anything on the outside trying to get in and attack our harmony or anything breaking down on the inside of us creating a weakness in our body armor and harmful damage occurring from a lack of normal resistance. The resistive forces is our body's defense mechanisms against stress that can turn a healthy functioning cell or tissue into an opportunity for apoptosis or cellular death to occur so the battle may be lost but the war isn't over. You see, stress is everywhere. And the question you have to ask yourself is, how are you responding to that stress? How are you responding to that warfare-like battle on a daily basis? Physiological stress, or the stress response, is the body's reaction to a condition that poses as a physical, chemical, or psychological threat or challenge to your well-being. Stressors produce certain negative physiological responses within our bodies, depending upon what type of stress you're encountering and it can take on the body and how well you're adapting to it. For example, physical stressors like sustained or repeated activities or bad posture can negatively affect cellular and tissue formation. Chemical stressors like tobacco, alcohol, or drugs can negatively affect biomechanical processes. And mental stressors like social or family demands can negatively affect overall mental function and performance. 
Now, the protective forces that the body holds within the body is electrochemical engagement with negative invasive forces. It's that warfare-like battle that we discussed. For example, the ability for our senses to be on alert at all times for any danger or attack against our body has been called the fight-or-flight response. This neurological or electrical protective resistance to invasive forces is activated when stress is high or your body's physical demands outweigh the rest and recovery necessary for the parasympathetic neurological response to occur. During the fight-or-flight response to protect your overall well-being, the chemical adrenaline is secreted by your adrenal glands which then affects other chemicals within your body to prepare for protection against stress. These chemicals that play a vital role in your day-to-day function need to be in perfect balance, and for that coordination of the blood pressure, blood sugar levels, or the fight-or-flight chemicals in response to occur. Our body's innate intelligence utilizes the neurological system to communicate all the back and forth between the Uh, the adrenal glands, and the brain for the right chemical to be be produced at the right time with the proper quantity. Uh, So this endocrinologist Hans Seal pioneered this study of the stress response with his research on nonspecific biological responses to stressors. This is called the stress response. Hans coined the term good stress as eustress, and bad stress as distress. Hans studied this system within our body that copes with stress. This is the hypothalamic pituitary adrenal axis, also known as the HPA axis. And the HPA axis is our body's central stress response system. The HPA axis is a neural endocrine process of adapting to stress. And when stressors trigger the HPA axis, hormones are triggered to signal that the threat requires the body to create biochemical changes to adapt to stressors. The HPA axis is our body's natural inborn adapter to the negative harmful stressors. This is the communication highway for that warfare-like battle. The body can intelligently produce the right chemical at the right amount and at the right time to reduce stress when the neuroendocrine process of adapting to stress is functioning optimally. Hans recognized the recuperative power within our bodies to convert negative stress into positive normal function. He called that eustress. And so even though we have the power to adapt, negative stress into positive stress, that doesn't always mean we win every battle every time. Stress is everywhere and constantly combats with our body's ability to function in a normal state. When stress is outweighing our ability to function in a normal state, the physiological effects upon the tissue cells could be looked at with this simple mathematical equation that was coined in our chiropractic philosophy as survival values. Let's try to make this warfare-like battle a little bit simpler to understand. Survival values are chiropractic terminology that measures the adaptational success of the tissue cells in gains and losses. 
The gains are when the tissue cells are adapting to stress and the losses are when they're compensating to stress. Adaption is good. Compensation, not good. You see, survival values are hypothetical in nature, but it allows you to look at your physiology in a mathematical sense, which can make your day-to-day demands and stress overload more of a simple decision-making process when it comes to, should I do this or should I do that? Let's look at adaptational success in example with some physical stressors that a lot of us encounter on a day-to-day basis, such as repeated sitting in your office chair. So you've been working at home for the last couple weeks and you notice that your sitting overload has increased dramatically. Consider that the tissue cells from sitting all day at your chair are currently being exerted with too much stress in a certain area or too much force in let's just say the lower spinal region. So when this happens some of the tissue is adapting to that stress and some of the tissue could be compensating or not adapting to that stress. The tissue that can handle the repeated sitting produces let's just say four units of gains. It's adapting in a positive measure to sitting and so it's producing actually a positive eustress from that example um, or from that stress. Now let's say that there's tissue that's compensating to that stress, it's uh, negative stress, it's going to produce negative two units of losses. So if we did simple math from this example for survival value units, four minus two would equal two positive survival value units. This example of adaptational success shows you through the lens of units or math, how survival values work in your physiology and how the adaptation process on a day-to-day basis um, are not necessarily just um, specific parts in your body, but more of a holistic, hey, the whole tissue, the whole organ, the whole body's got to work together in order to uh, survive, uh, which can create negative stress and turn it into positive stress uh, if the overall well-being of your body is adapt- adapting. So let's discuss what about that tissue cell that are w- the tissue cells that were not adapting to the stress but rather compensating. When the survival value is a net loss, you could theorize that you have a net negative survival value. This would trigger the healing process that's incorporated within every living body. This healing process looks to replace sick, dying cells with new healthy cells or tissues, very similar to that, uh, around the area that was just damaged. Uh, In a a classic example I always use in the podcast is if you cut your finger, your finger starts bleeding, then it starts clotting, and then that clot turns into new cells and tissues, and within a couple days your finger no longer has a cut. It's completely replaced with new cells. This healing process is triggered when there's negative survival values um, or a negative adaptational success for the whole tissue or physiology at large uh, to work together. Your physiology is either functioning or it's dysfunctioning. 
It's uh, you're either growing or you're dying. There is no in between. The body's either creating new cells that are working or uh, cells are dying and the body's trying to get rid of it and turn that death into function again. So you're either functioning or you're dysfunctioning. Adaptation is function. Dysfunction would be the compensation and that's that negative survival or negative adaptational success or negative adaptational failure if you really want to define it properly. So the question I have for you is, did you know that stress and its lack of adaptation to it can cause the need for regular chiropractic care or just chiropractic care in general? Stress is or its lack of adaptation to stress is the cause for chiropractic care. It's not whether or not you have pain, it's whether or not you're adapting to the day-to-day stress that the body's undertaken. Too much stress and not enough adaptational success can create a term in the chiropractic language we call vertebral subluxation, which is when one of the spinal bones has lost its proper functionality and position within the spinal column and is now creating a negative opportunity to affect the tissue that it's designed to protect, which is the neurological tissue uh, that's within and around the spinal anatomy. Uh, Spinal bones influence spinal or neurological function. So the need for chiropractic care can come from the inability to adapt to stress. Well, in turn, chiropractic care, when utilized, can help increase your resistance to stress as it can strengthen the body's ability to adapt to negative stress by moving, by removing neurological interference due to that structure function relationship at the spinal cord level. So the need for chiropractic care comes from a lack of adaptational success And when under chiropractic care, you're now adapting to success or you're now adapting to stress more efficiently, or you can be adapting to stress more efficiently. So responding to everyday demands and stress is innately built within every human body. And the body's constantly striving for this protection against any threat or opportunity for breakdown to affect the overall well-being of the trillions of cells that make up the human body. Now, this unwavering ability to protect or resist invasive forces has its limitations, and it can be seen in extreme cases uh, by the stories of the body um, healing or not healing when the odds were against the, the, the human body or the injury that took place. The amount of inner intelligence or wisdom within all of us is coded for protection or adaptation. It's not coded for a lack of adaptational success. The body's designed to adapt, but it's that warfare-like battle can create those negative net survival values. And when that happens, now you've got to find other ways to remove any interference to the body's inner code for adaptation. This inner code or this innate intelligence of the body has one job, and that's to keep your body moving towards function or keep it moving towards being well and alive and against uh, the threats and stress that try to break down uh, all the cells and tissues, either from the outside in or from the inside out with negative foods and chemicals that we feed ourselves. 
point of the story is stress is a constant warfare like battle on the body and it's either creating a positive adaptational success within or there's a lack of adaptation and now you've got compensation creating negative survival values at the cellular level. I hope this information allows you to look at your day-to-day decision-making processes in a simple mathematical lens and move you towards making proactive choices and one of them being choosing regular chiropractic care. Thanks for uh, participating. See you in the next episode. There you have it. I hope you enjoyed this episode as I did. Let me know what you enjoyed about it by tagging us at Today's Tick on social media. And if this is your first episode, please subscribe. Leave us a review. Reviews help us spread the message about chiropractic and the location, analysis, and correction of vertebral subluxation. Share this episode with your friends, classmates, and colleagues. Be a champion and send them this episode. As BJ Palmer said, you never know how far reaching something you think, say, or do today will affect the lives of millions tomorrow. As always, we like to end our episodes with the definition of chiropractic. Chiropractic is a healthcare discipline that recognizes the innate recuperative power of the body to heal itself through identifying and caring for vertebral subluxations due to the relationship between structure and function as coordinated by the neurological system and how that relationship affects the preservation and restoration of well-being. This information in this podcast is not intended to diagnose, mitigate, or prescribe the use of any technique as a form of treatment for any physical conditions, symptoms, or diseases. Directly consult with a qualified healthcare professional for any chiropractic or medical advice. In addition to the benefits of chiropractic care, one should also be aware of the existence of some risk. Risks associated with some chiropractic care may include soreness, musculoskeletal sprain, strain, and fracture. In addition, there have been reported cases of stroke associated with chiropractic care. Research and scientific evidence do not establish a cause and effect relationship between chiropractic care and the occurrence of stroke. Rather, studies indicate that people may be consulting chiropractors when they are in the early states of a stroke. In essence, there is a stroke already in process. However, you are being informed of this reported risk.